Philippians, chapter 2. Christ encourages you and his love comforts you. God's Spirit unites you and you are concerned for others. Now make me completely happy. Live in harmony by showing love for each other. Be united in what you think as if you were only one person. Don't be jealous or proud, but be humble and consider others more important than yourselves. Care about them as much as you care about yourselves and think the same way that Christ Jesus thought. Christ was truly God, but he did not try to remain equal with God. Instead, he gave up everything and became a slave when he became like one of us. Christ was humble. He obeyed God and even died on a cross. Then God gave Christ the highest place and honoured his name above all others. So at the name of Jesus, everyone will bow down, those in heaven, on earth and under the earth. And to the glory of God the Father, everyone will openly agree, Jesus Christ is Lord. My dear friends, you always obeyed when I was with you. Now that I'm away, you should obey even more. So work with fear and trembling to discover what it really means to be saved. God is working in you to make you willing and able to obey him. Do everything without grumbling or arguing. Then you will be the pure and innocent children of God. You live among people who are crooked and evil, but you must not do anything that they can say is wrong. Try to shine as lights among the people of this world as you hold firmly to the message that gives life. Then on the day when Christ returns, I can take pride in you. I can also know that my work and efforts were not useless. Your faith in the Lord and your service are like a sacrifice offered to him, and my own blood may have to be poured out with the sacrifice. If this happens, I will be glad and rejoice with you, in the same way you should be glad and rejoice with me. I want to be encouraged by news about you. So I hope the Lord Jesus will soon let me send Timothy to you. I don't have anyone else who cares about you as much as he does. The others only think about what interests them and not about what concerns Christ Jesus. But you know what kind of person Timothy is? He has worked with me like a son in spreading the good news. I hope to send him to you as soon as I find out what is going to happen to me. And I feel sure that the Lord will also let me come soon. I think I ought to send my dear friend Epaphroditus back to you. He is a follower and a worker and a soldier of the Lord just as I am. You sent him to look after me, but now he is eager to see you. He is worried because you heard he was sick. In fact, he was very sick and almost died. But God was kind to him and also to me, and he kept me from being burdened down with sorrow. Now I am more eager than ever to send Epaphroditus back again. You will be glad to see him, and I won't have to worry any longer. Be sure to give him a cheerful welcome, just as people who serve the Lord deserve. He almost died working for Christ, and he risked his own life to do for me what you could not. Philippians chapter 3 Finally, my dear friends, be glad that you belong to the Lord. 
It doesn't bother me to write the same things to you that I have written before. In fact, it is for your own good. Watch out for those people who behave like dogs. They are evil and want to do more than just circumcise you. But we are the ones who are truly circumcised because we worship by the power of God's Spirit and take pride in Christ Jesus. We don't boast about what we have done, although I could. Others may boast about themselves, but I have more reason to boast than anyone else. I was circumcised when I was eight days old, and I am from the nation of Israel and the tribe of Benjamin. I am a true Hebrew. As a Pharisee, I strictly obeyed the law of Moses, and I was so eager that I even made trouble for the church. I did everything the law demands in order to please God. But Christ has shown me that what I once thought was valuable is worthless. Nothing is as wonderful as knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. I have given up everything else and count it all as rubbish. All I want is Christ and to know that I belong to him. I could not make myself acceptable to God by obeying the law of Moses. God accepted me simply because of my faith in Christ. All I want is to know Christ and the power that raised him to life. I want to suffer and die as he did so that somehow I also may be raised to life. I have not yet reached my goal and I am not perfect. But Christ has taken hold of me, so I keep on running and struggling to take hold of the prize. My friends, I don't feel that I have already arrived, but I forget what is behind and I struggle for what is ahead. I run towards the goal so that I can win the prize of being called to heaven. This is the prize that God offers because of what Christ Jesus has done. All of us who are mature should think in this same way. And if any of you think differently, God will make it clear to you. But we must keep going in the direction that we are now headed. My friends, I want you to follow my example and learn from others who closely follow the example we set for you. I often warned you that many people are living as enemies of the cross of Christ. And now, with tears in my eyes, I warn you again that they are headed for hell. They worship their stomachs and boast about the disgusting things they do. All they can think about are the things of this world, but we are citizens of heaven and are eagerly waiting for our Saviour to come from there. Our Lord Jesus Christ has power over everything and he will make these poor bodies of ours like his own glorious body. Philippians chapter 4 Dear friends, I love you and long to see you. Please keep on being faithful to the Lord. You are my pride and joy. Euodia and Syntyche, you belong to the Lord, so I beg you to stop arguing with each other. And my true partner, I ask you to help them. These women have worked together with me and with Clement and with the others in spreading the good news. Their names are now written in the book of life. Always be glad because of the Lord. I will say it again, be glad. Always be gentle with others. The Lord will soon be here. Don't worry about anything, but pray about everything. With thankful hearts, offer up your prayers and requests to God. Then, because you belong to Christ Jesus, God will bless you with peace that no one can completely understand. And this peace will control the way you think and feel. 
Finally, my friends, keep your minds on whatever is true, pure, right, holy, friendly and proper. Don't ever stop thinking about what is truly worthwhile and worthy of praise. You know the teachings I gave you and you know what you heard me say and saw me do. So follow my example and God who gives peace will be with you. The Lord has made me very grateful that at last you have thought about me once again. Actually, you were thinking about me all along, but you didn't have any chance to show it. I'm not complaining about having too little. I have learnt to be satisfied with whatever I have. I know what it is to be poor or to have plenty, and I have lived under all kinds of conditions. I know what it means to be full or to be hungry, to have too much or too little. Christ gives me the strength to face anything. It was good of you to help me when I was having such a hard time. My friends at Philippi, you remember what it was like when I started preaching the good news in Macedonia? After I left there, you were the only church that became my partner by giving blessings and by receiving them in return. Even when I was in Thessalonica, you helped me more than once. I am not trying to get something from you, but I want you to receive the blessings that come from giving. I have been paid back everything and with interest. I am completely satisfied with the gifts that you asked Epaphroditus to bring me. They are like a sweet-smelling offering or like the right kind of sacrifice that pleases God. I pray that God will take care of all your needs with the wonderful blessings that come from Christ Jesus. May God our Father be praised for ever and ever. Amen. Give my greetings to all who are God's people because of Christ Jesus. The Lord's followers here with me send you their greetings. All God's people send their greetings, especially those in the service of the Emperor. I pray that our Lord Jesus Christ will be kind to you and will bless your life. Paul's Letter to the Church in Colossae, Chapter 1 from Paul, chosen by God to be an apostle of Christ Jesus, and from Timothy, who is also a follower, to God's people who live in Colossae and are faithful followers of Christ. I pray that God our Father will be kind to you and will bless you with peace. Each time we pray for you, we thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. We have heard of your faith in Christ and of your love for all God's people, because what you hope for is kept safe for you in heaven. You first heard about this hope when you believed the true message, which is the good news. The good news is spreading all over the world with great success. It has spread in that same way among you, ever since the first day you learned the truth about God's wonderful kindness from our good friend Epaphras. He works together with us for Christ and is a faithful worker for you. He is also the one who told us about the love that God's Spirit has given you. We have not stopped praying for you since the first day we heard about you. In fact, we always pray that God will show you everything. He... In fact, we always pray that God will show you everything he wants you to do and that you may have all the wisdom and understanding that his Spirit gives then you will live a life that honours the Lord and you will always please him by doing good deeds. 
you will come to know God even better. His glorious power will make you patient and strong enough to endure anything, and you'll be truly happy. I pray that you'll be grateful to God for letting you have part in what he has promised his people in the kingdom of light. God rescued us from the dark power of Satan and brought us into the kingdom of his dear son who forgives our sins and sets us free. Christ is exactly like God who cannot be seen. He is the firstborn son superior to all creation. Everything was created by him everything in heaven and on earth, everything seen and unseen, including all forces and powers and all rulers and authorities. All things were created by God's Son and everything was made for him. God's Son was before all else and by him everything is held together. He is the head of his body, which is the church. He is the very beginning, the first to be raised from death, so that he would be above all others. God himself was pleased to live fully in his Son. And God was pleased for him to make peace by sacrificing his blood on the cross, so that all beings in heaven and on earth would be brought back to God. You used to be far from God, your thoughts made you his enemies and you did evil things. But his son became a human and died. So God made peace with you. And now he lets you stand in his presence as people who are holy and faultless and innocent. But you must stay deeply rooted and firm in your faith. You must not give up the hope you received when you heard the good news. It was preached to everyone on earth. And I myself have become a servant of this message. I am glad that I can suffer for you. I am pleased also that in my own body I can continue the suffering of Christ for his body, the church. God's plan was to make me a servant of his church and to send me to preach his complete message to you. For many ages this message was kept secret from everyone, but now it has been explained to God's people. God did this because he wanted you Gentiles to understand his wonderful and glorious mystery – and the mystery is that Christ lives in you and he is your hope of sharing in God's glory. We announce the message about Christ and we use all our wisdom to warn and teach everyone so that all Christ's followers will grow and become mature. That's why I work so hard and use the mighty power he gives me. Colossians chapter 2 I want you to know what a struggle I'm going through for you, for God's people at Laodicea and for all those followers who have never met me. I do it to encourage them. Then as their hearts are joined together in love, they'll be wonderfully blessed with complete understanding and they will truly know Christ. Not only is he the key to God's mystery, but all wisdom and knowledge are hidden away in him. I tell you these things to keep you from being fooled by fancy talk, even though I am not with you, I keep thinking about you. I'm glad to know that you are living as you should and that your faith in Christ is strong. You have accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord. Now keep on following him. Plant your roots in Christ and let him be the foundation for your life. Be strong in your faith just as you were taught and be grateful. 
Don't let anyone fool you by using senseless arguments. These arguments may sound wise, but they're only human teachings. They come from the powers of this world and not from Christ. God lives fully in Christ. And you are fully grown because you belong to Christ, who is over every power and authority. Christ has also taken away your selfish desires, just as circumcision removes flesh from the body. And when you were baptised, it was the same as being buried with Christ. Then you were raised to life because you had faith in the power of God who raised Christ from death. You were dead because you were sinful and were not God's people. But God let Christ make you alive when he forgave all our sins. God wiped out the charges that were against us for disobeying the law of Moses. He took them away and nailed them to the cross. There, Christ defeated all powers and forces. He let the whole world see them being led away as prisoners when he celebrated his victory. Don't let anyone tell you what you must eat or drink. Don't let them say that you must celebrate the new moon festival, the Sabbath or any other festival. These things are only a shadow of what was to come. But Christ is real. Don't be cheated by people who make a show of acting humble and who worship angels. They boast about seeing visions, but it's all nonsense because their minds are filled with selfish desires. They are no longer part of Christ, who is the head of the whole body. Christ gives the body its strength, and he uses its joints and muscles to hold it together as it grows by the power of God. You died with Christ. Now the forces of the universe don't have any power over you. Why do you live as if you had to obey such rules as don't handle this, don't taste that, don't touch this? After these things are used, they're no longer good for anything. So why be bothered with the rules that humans have made up? Obeying these rules may seem to be the clever thing to do. They appear to make you love God more and be very humble and have control over your body. But they don't really have any power over our desires. Colossians chapter 3 you have been raised to life with Christ. Now set your heart on what is in heaven, where Christ rules at God's right side. Think about what is up there, not about what is here on earth. You died, which means that your life is hidden with Christ who sits beside God. Christ gives meaning to your life, and when he appears, you will also appear with him in glory. Don't be controlled by your body. Kill every desire for the wrong kind of sex. Don't be immoral or indecent or have evil thoughts. Don't be greedy, which is the same as worshipping idols. God is angry with people who disobey him by doing these things. And that is exactly what you did when you lived among people who behaved in this way. But now you must stop doing such things. You must stop being angry, hateful and evil. You must no longer say insulting or cruel things about others and stop lying to each other. You have given up your old way of life with its habits. Each of you is now a new person. You are becoming more and more like your creator and you will understand him better. 
It doesn't matter if you are a Greek or a Jew or if you are circumcised or not. You may even be a barbarian or a Scythian. You may even be a slave or a free person. Yet Christ is all that matters and he lives in all of us. God loves you and has chosen you as his own special people. So be gentle, kind, humble, meek and patient. Put up with each other and forgive anyone who does you wrong, just as Christ has forgiven you. Love is more important than anything else. It's what ties everything completely together. Each one of you is part of the body of Christ and you were chosen to live together in peace. So let the peace that comes from Christ control your thoughts and be grateful. Let the message about Christ completely fill your lives while you use all your wisdom to teach and instruct each other. With thankful hearts, sing psalms, hymns and spiritual songs to God. Whatever you say or do should be done in the name of the Lord Jesus as you give thanks to God the Father because of him. A wife must put her husband first. This is her duty as a follower of the Lord. A husband must love his wife and not abuse her. Children must always obey their parents. This pleases the Lord. Parents, don't be hard on your children. If you are, they might give up. Slaves, you must always obey your earthly masters. Try to please them at all times, and not just when you think they're watching. Honour the Lord and serve your masters with your whole heart. Do your work willingly as though you were serving the Lord himself, and not just your earthly master. In fact, the Lord Christ is the one you are really serving, and you know that he will reward you. But Christ has no favourites. He will punish evil people just as they deserve. Colossians chapter 4 Slave owners, be fair and honest with your slaves. Don't forget that you have a master in heaven. Never give up praying, and when you pray, keep alert and be thankful. Be sure to pray that God will make a way for us to spread his message and explain the mystery about Christ, even though I'm in jail for doing this. Please pray that I will make the message as clear... Please pray that I will make the message as clear as possible. When you are with unbelievers, always make good use of the time. Be pleasant and hold their interest when you speak the message. Choose your words carefully and be ready to give answers to anyone who asks questions. Tychicus is the dear friend who faithfully works and serves the Lord with us and he will give you the news about me. I'm sending him to cheer you up by telling you how we are getting along. Onesimus, that dear and faithful follower from your own group, is coming with him. The two of them will tell you everything that has happened here. Aristarchus is in jail with me. He sends greetings to you, and so does Mark, the cousin of Barnabas. You have already been told to welcome Mark if he visits you. Jesus, who is known as Justice, sends his greetings. These three men are the only Jewish followers who have worked with me for the kingdom of God. They have given me much comfort. Your own Epaphras, who serves Christ Jesus, sends his greetings. He always prays hard that you may fully know what the Lord wants you to do and that you may do it completely. 
I have seen how much trouble he has gone through for you and for the followers in Laodicea and Hierapolis. Our dear Dr. Luke sends you his greetings, and so does Demas. Give my greetings to the followers at Laodicea, especially to Nympha and the church that meets in her home. After this letter has been read to your people, be sure to have it read in the church at Laodicea, and you should read the letter that I have sent to them. Remind Archippus to do the work that the Lord has given him to do. I'm signing this letter myself, Paul. Don't forget that I am in jail. I pray that God will be kind to you.